Hi, and welcome to the Boat Princess podcast. My name is Nikki Vo, and I'm your host. I am a boat owner, a marina owner, a director on the Marina Industries Association, and a huge advocate for boating. In this series, I'm sharing the stories from every nook of the boating industry with the intention of encouraging more women to join me and for more women to get behind the helm too. I want to share the experience and opportunities of boating, of the boating industry, and I want you to join me as I bring the conversations and answer all the questions you've had. Boating is not just for the glamorous and rich and famous. It's full of beautiful and interesting people making the most of our natural environment and getting out there, enjoying the waterways. So let's set off the lines, take over the helm and escape to the world of boating. Hey guys, I'm going to share with you some tips for boating in this summer boating season. I'm going to limit it to 10 because, um, well, I could go on forever really with boating tips, couldn't I? You know that. Um, and you will think of a whole bunch more that I haven't mentioned when I've, when I talk about these, but, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to give you some key pointers for the boating season here in Australia and of course around the world whenever your boating season is you can listen to this podcast for these tips now one of the most important items is to check the weather um, boating can be seriously affected by the weather and your safety can be seriously compromised so please make sure you check the weather it's not fun um, having a family on board when a storm suddenly hits and it can be very dangerous. So make sure you check the weather and also try and find out a little bit about the waterway conditions since you last traveled a particular waterway. We've had some pretty hefty storms around the world this year and uh, storms cannot necessarily only, only affect above the water. They can affect the lie of the land below the water as well. So the depth that you experienced in the waterways you were boating last year may have actually changed. So uh, keep an eye on your um, navigational equipment to check that the depth is actually what you think it is in that area. Um, I'm also going to say in regard to weather, um, if you're doing um, a journey which uh, takes a few more days, then please make sure you stock up with extra water and food just in case a storm does come through and you have to change your route or you have to shelter in a bay that doesn't have any supplies available. Um, if you have extra on board, it won't be an issue, but uh, if you don't, life becomes unpleasant. So make sure you've got some extra on board. Safety. Okay. Number two, safety, safety, safety first. Uh, make sure all of your safety equipment is on board and operational. Check your life jackets if they need servicing and get them done if needed. Life jackets for the number of people you're having on board. You may only use your boat for six people normally, but in the summer season, all of a sudden you've got 10 on board. Make sure you've got 10 life jackets on board for them as well. Um, have first 
aid kit available and of course fire extinguishers but you've got a whole list of safety equipment you actually have to have on board according to your local water safety authority. So make sure you check that online, make sure you have them because not only is it an issue if you need it and you don't have it, it's also an issue if the water safety authority pulls you up and you don't have it on board. Oh, and latest tip, by the way, they do like asking anyone on the boat where is the safety equipment? So on that basis, especially when you've got guests on board that have never been on your boat before, you must do a safety briefing. And that entails things like telling them to keep three points on the boat, so two feet and one hand at all times when they're moving around the boat. Um, where the life jackets and safety equipment is, is really important to tell them, A, because they might need to, to get to it in an emergency because something's happened to you as the captain and not available to them, um, B, because if they get pulled up by authority and they don't know where it is, they you may be up for a fine as well because you haven't told them. Um, now, in terms of safety, again, point three, stay alert to the movements of nearby vessels and be aware of the navigational markers and the traffic rules. They're pretty simple. So stay right, look out for people, um, use the markers as guides, um, and just be very wary of others' boaters around you. I don't want you guys to be one of those boaters on Instagram that's bashed into somebody else's boat, okay? <laughs> um, if it's getting dark, please use your navigational lights and especially during low light hours as well. They can be much, much better to have them on. And if you have infrared cameras, please use them at night because, I don't know, a kayaker might not have got home in time and they're actually out in the dark. And if you're in a big boat, those infrared cameras can mean that you do not hurt them in any way. Uh, slow down. This is really important in crowded areas. Um, again, you've seen all the, the ones on Instagram where a big boat's gone past and this poor little kayaker has been completely thrown. Um, please don't be that powerboat. Um, be aware of other smaller boats around you because your wake really can affect them. And of course, when you're going into a bay, when there's loads of boats on moorings and anchors, there can be swimmers around those boats. And, of course, they're sitting enjoying a nice glass of champagne on their boat. They do not want you coming past and toppling over that glass of champagne. It's very important. So, um, no, be, be very aware of the speed that you're doing in relation to other boats and uh, just be considerate. Just be a nice driver. Be the ones that uh, people say are considerate, not the ones that they're ringing your boat dealer um, for your particular brand and saying, I saw another X brand doing this and it's it's just not appropriate and giving your boat name in. So um, please don't do that. And when we're talking about moorings in bays, remember there is some etiquette with moorings in bays. First up, private moorings are exactly that. They're privately owned by the people that have them. So unless you know that person and you've said to them, can I borrow your mooring for the night, 
you don't have the right to pick up a private mooring and use it for for the night. If you do, and I would hope that you wouldn't because it's not appropriate behaviour, but if you do, um, then the owner appears at, say, 6.30 at night and it's just getting to dusk and you have to move because that is absolutely their right. It's their mooring so they can come to you and say, that's my mooring, you need to move. You may end up in a situation where it's dark and you're trying to find, find somewhere. So I really don't recommend um, pulling up on a private mooring. Um, club moorings are going to be very busy this time of year and there is an etiquette with club moorings that uh, if you are on a club mooring, for most clubs you are required to allow another club member to raft up to you. So if um that is the case, you're going to need to have fenders and mooring lines on board. So if you're going to use club moorings, then make sure you have extra fenders and mooring lines on board, okay? Um, And, of course, sometimes you're not going to get a mooring this time of year. So make sure your anchor gear is ready to go um, and uh, the winches are working and chains all good and you've got the right length of chain, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, so that you can be on anchor if you need to be. And, of course, a lot of the electronics on our boats now and even our phones um, can keep an eye on that anchor for us overnight, which is incredibly useful. Um, okay. In terms of speed again, we'll go back to speed and we'll talk about uh, no-wake zones. The people that live in those no-wake zones can get very cranky with us. So let's make sure we aren't making it awake in no-wake zones. And, uh, again, don't be that boat that people are getting cranky about and reporting. It's, it's, it's not nice. Here's another super important one. I know many boaters like a drink but it should not be the skipper that is drinking, nor should they be taking any other form of drugs, of course, um, as in recreational drugs. Um, You as skipper are responsible and you as skipper therefore should not be drinking at all, frankly, Um, certainly keeping it below levels of um, normal drivers on the road. but. I would suggest don't drink at all. Then you know you, you, you are fully aware of everything that's going around you because even if you're sitting on a mooring, if something goes wrong, the skipper needs to deal with it. So, and they need to be alert and ready to do that. Um, and also, if you've got guests on board, keep an eye on their levels of intoxication because falling off a boat drunk can go very ugly very quickly, especially in the dark. So um, please make sure you keep an eye on your guests. Everybody can have a good time without a whole bunch of alcohol. Um, and, and in fact, now there are some amazing drinks out there that are, you know, a new version of gin with no alcohol in it, a new version of wine with no alcohol in it. Fantastic. Let's go those. Um, Okay, I think one of the most important parts of these top tips to share with you is that sharing your boat can actually make a big difference. And by sharing it, I mean simply inviting friends or family out on it. You see, 
Boating can have quite an impact on us mentally um, and it can make us feel incredibly good. And if one of your friends or your family is having a bad time and you should happen to invite them out on your boat and give them a good time again, you could make a massive, massive difference to them. Um, not any, you know, if they're going through a hard time, but if if they just are yearning for some company in an incredible place, um, perhaps they haven't been able to afford a holiday this year or perhaps, you know, their daughter's away and, and they haven't seen them for months on end and and they just want some different time. You as a boat owner, and it doesn't matter what size boat, we're talking from a tinny right up to a super yacht, um, you can make a difference to somebody taking um, you know, somebody else's son that's been through a hard time fishing or, you know, so many things can change that person's world by you simply sending them a text and saying, did you want to come out on the boat tomorrow? That can be incredible for that person. It could be life-changing for that person or it could just be an amazing day that they will remember with you for a very long time. You're making a difference to that person. You're making a difference to their world. You're making a, you're making a difference. So please, if you are a boat owner, share your boat. Have people on board that have maybe never experienced boating before in their lives. Maybe take some young kids out and um, they maybe live in the country and they've never, ever been for a swim. Who knows? Who knows? If they haven't been for a swim, actually, you've got to teach them how to swim first. <laughs> but um, put a life jacket on them. Um, but uh, I just realised what I said there. So um, but the, the thing is, boating is a privilege that we enjoy and it is one that we should absolutely share as much as we possibly can. I know when I take my girlfriends out um, on the boat or our family friends, I, I know how much joy they get out of being out on the water on the boat, but I know how much more of a togetherness it is for us as well because you're not on screens, you're not being interrupted by the phone. Often you're not even in range, so that's not a bad thing either. Um, and it's memories that you make that are really, really special and it's dedicated time with each other, um, especially families. You know, getting kids off screens is, I've, I never, as a mum, I never restricted the time my children had on screens, I just did things with them like boating because that automatically restricted their times on screens um, and it taught them life skills that they never would have had if um, they hadn't gone boating with us, um, tying knots and, and safety features as well and, and what not to do in the water and what to do in the water and all those sorts of things. They learned so much. So um, if you are a boat owner, please, please, please share your boat. Um, if you can donate it to a charity for, for an auction item for, you know, a, a few hours out on your boat with you, all those sorts of things, please do that too. 
Um, it's really important that we as boaters make a difference and uh, I think that's one of the joys that we all have as boat owners to be able to do that. So that's my little rant for today. <laughs> it's a very positive rant <laughs> but it is, uh, I think it's something that's really, really important and never underestimate how much of a difference you can make. It's, you know, even a jet ski ride. What do you mean even? A, yeah, okay. A jet ski ride is pretty thrilling. So, you know, um, and uh, going out on a tinny fishing is is just such a thrill um, for young kids and, and all that sort of thing. So, and granddad or, you know, just brilliant, brilliant time together that um, that you'll remember forever. So there we go. So just a short little podcast today. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's given you some tips about what to do out there to keep you nice and safe. It wasn't all of the things I need to tell you to keep you safe, but um, at least there's a few things to just jog your memory of, um, yeah, that's, that's what I should do. And also um, for, to keep you as a, a boater thinking about others as well. It is a joy to do this podcast. I really, really love doing it. I get to talk to the most amazing people. If you would like to be on this podcast anytime soon, um, please send me an email at info at theboatprincess.com and we'll send you our media kit and details of how to do that. I would dearly love it if you could review this podcast. Um, give me feedback on DMs from Instagram if you'd like to hear about something in particular or you didn't like something I said or, you know, I, I, I love that sort of feedback. I need to know what my listeners feel, um, what you want to know, all those sorts of things because this is for you. It's not for me, although I love it, <laughs> but but it's actually for you. So, so if you can... Uh, let me know what you're thinking. Review the podcast. Um, of course, reviewing the podcast makes a big difference as to the reach we make. We already make a massive reach over the world, but uh, I would love to increase that because the more people we share the boating lifestyle and the boating industry with, the more people will get to enjoy it, um, I would hope, as we advocate for it. So, um that would be a really amazing if you could review the podcast for me. I'd like to thank my amazing podcast producer, Pip Ray, for everything she does. She is my coach. She is my tech. She is my everything. So big thanks to Pip Ray. If you're thinking about doing a podcast yourself, again, send me a DM. I'd be happy to share her details because she has made this such an amazing journey for me and such a great ride. Um, and I simply could not do it without her. So I'd like to thank her. I'd also like to thank Quality Marine Clothing for their sponsorship again this year. They are always amazing. And if you would like to become a sponsor of the podcast to join them as well, or if you would like to advertise on this podcast, again, send me an email at info at theboatprincess.com or DM me on Instagram at theboatprincess. I know it's going to be an amazing time ahead for all of you boating and for all of you thinking about getting into boating. 
I wish you well. I thank you for your ears. It's a great privilege to have you listen. And I look forward to sharing many, many episodes with you in the future. Take care and I'll see you on the water soon. And if you're not ready to sponsor us yet, but you'd like to support us in a small way, the best way you can do that is by reviewing the podcast. Or if you go to my website, thebowprincess.com and click on support the podcast, you'll be able to buy me a coffee and that will help this passion project be funded for just a while longer. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much, guys. I'll see you on the water soon. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Boat Princess podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you'd like to know more about what I do and where I am, then you can follow me on Instagram at the Boat Princess. You can also sign up to my newsletter on my website, which is theboatprincess.com. Take care of yourselves, everyone, and hopefully we'll see you on the water soon.